Hey, I'm Kat Chaos. And I'm Liz Gomez, also known as Hazy. And you're listening to Scary, Scary Encounters, Encounters with Hazy Chaos. Chaos, a podcast where we talk to some of our favorite bands and artists as they share scary encounters they've experienced and live to tell. This episode of Scary Encounters is brought to you by Anchor, podcasting made easy, anchor.fm. Mortis Viventi, the last authentic music brand dedicated to helping musicians and promoting music, mortisviventi.com. H.J. Tidy, Night Terror Publishing. Step into the bizarre world of H.J. Tidy, who is committed to introducing his readers to some of the most unusual, darker variety of true stories. NightTerrorPub.com. Sayasha Gianna, cosmic shaman, psychic medium, multidimensional healer, animal whisperer, teacher of empaths, healers, and starseeds. Are your encounters hitting too close to home? Contact Sayasha Gianna. Patreon.com slash Sayasha. Voided. Spooky artist who offers hand-painted, one-of-a-kind items, spooky pins, prints, stickers, and more. Lost in a void of what is dead. Voided.com. Hey, this is King Mala, and you're listening to Scary Encounters with Hazy Chaos. What's up, guys? I'm Cat Chaos. And I'm Hazy. Uh, welcome to the season finale of season four of Scary Encounters with Hazy Chaos. This is a huge fucking deal. Um, we are here with fucking King Mala, dude. That's, That's crazy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is nuts. I guess the first uh, question of the night, I think it's the most important question. Um, what do you want us to refer to you as? Um, Mala, daddy? <laughs> <laughs> My real name is Arelli. So daddy? <laughs> I'm just you can call me daddy. Okay, there well, we go. I'm just kidding. We can call you Arelli. That's a beautiful name. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Nice. Nice. You look lovely. Oh, thanks. It's <laughs> a chic look uh, right now. I'm excited to talk about scary shit, though. Right? Nice. Before we get into the scary shit, um, let's ask some questions about her. Yeah. So how are you? What's going on? What's new? What's new? What's new? Uh, I'm good. I'm vibing. I'm moving into a new apartment. I just quit my day job. I am uh working on a bunch of new music so very busy but it's very fun and I'm excited about all of it um but yeah vibes currently you quit your day job I did I did I I'm pretty stoked I I loved my the job it was it was really cool I worked for like a punk label but it's really nice to do music full-time now and it's something I've like kind of dreamed of since I was a kid being able to live and do music and that'd be my job so yeah you. that's amazing that's amazing congratulations yes. yeah huge yeah so um king waller right how'd you guys come up with that name like where'd it come from um i wanted something that felt empowering and mala means like bad bitch in spanish rough translation that's like, right. <laughs> um, and king because i don't want to be anyone's queen hey great answer that's I an, that. dude 
That's a badass name. It really is. When we first discovered you, I was like, that name is really fucking cool. Like, who the fuck is this? Right? <laughs> who is this cute girl named King Mala? What the hell? I was like, why didn't I think of that first? Jeez. Oh my God. Thank you. I, I, I like it. Sometimes I'm like, is it stupid? But <laughs> no, no, no. It fits. It fits. It's good. It does. So speaking of quitting your day job and doing it full time, doing this full time, dude, let me read the numbers. Okay. 41.5 thousand subscribers on YouTube, over 4 million views on YouTube, over 22,000 followers on Instagram. Like, we even heard your music on the new season of The L Word. I know! Oh, sorry, we did, hold on. Dude, oh, we flipped. We flipped out when we heard you. We were like, wow! I was we like, like, that's my dog. Not in right? Yet, it was like yeah. you were a family or something. We were like, oh my God! We were all excited. It was very cool to hear. So sweet i got so many messages after that i didn't think anyone would like recognize this song but people were like sending it to me and stuff it was really cool amazing so, yeah, very cool dude it's like when well, congrats on all the success first of all it's huge you're so young and so it's you have so much time to do more it's so cool um yeah. when was it like when you realized like holy shit this is my life now like i'm king fucking mala <laughs> <laughs> oh man i I think it's crazy because it's like it hit me a lot recently that like oh my god this is this is my life this is what I do but I think when she calls me daddy came out it kind of changed everything like I was super unknown my numbers were nothing I wasn't expecting anything and then the song kind of started taking off and I was like wait a second do people actually want to listen to my music that's crazy <laughs> um and so I think that was the moment where I was like oh my god I think maybe I could do this uh and then recently just being able to do it full time and like support myself and pay rent by making sounds it's like super crazy so uh yeah I guess that was my heart beating fast right now like that's such a dream come true that's crazy yeah it must be a Gemini thing right oh super Gemini of me just be like hey oh my god yay oh my god (laughs) (laughs) yeah I get a lot of mixed reactions when I tell people I'm a Gemini oh same same some people really are I feel like the general reaction is a little bit of fear which I kind of good I mean I mean I get fear too I'm a Scorpio so I mean yeah well (laughs) yeah I think we get the strongest reactions we are the most popular signs so I think they just like everyone just knows a bunch of Gemini's I think I think we're the most popular because we're the most hated though (laughs) we have the worst rep it's true we do have the worst rep it's true oh man and it's valid i'm i'm like super crazy so are you a may uh gemini or june gemini june gemini that's why that says a lot i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) just kidding no i'm not um okay so the first song that i heard was um she called me daddy oh shit. first of all i felt seen i was like (laughs) You see me, I relate 100% because um, although there are plenty of daddies out there, I am the daddy of this household. The daddy. Um, as I'd like to say. Dude, but- <laughs> Who agrees, I don't know, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but the first time we heard that song, we, uh, our girl Sayasha came over and she was like, you guys, I have a song to show you. Like, be ready. We we're like, oh, hell yeah, let's do this. She puts on the, the music video, which is a whole vibe in itself. We hear the bass, so we're just like, oh. Yeah, and we see you standing there in your suit, and we're like, hold up. And then that first line comes in, she's a little bit psycho, and I'm like, like oh, 
<laughs> There's our anthem. <laughs> That's so sick. That's so cool. I can't believe that music video I filmed literally on like no budget and my uh, director was on rollerblades with like a handheld camera. That was the entire video. And we just ran around and filmed stuff. But it's crazy to me that that video kind of popped off because I'm like, man, it's just us. That's what I liked about your video. It's like you were able to do it anywhere, but the, the quality of it was actually really good. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very professional. Oh, thank you. It turned out really cool. I'm a huge fan. Uh, Ryan is my director's name and he was great. Very lovely, chill man. I guarantee that like a million of your views are probably just us watching. I mean, <laughs> we're just bumping it on repeat, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that song's fucking dope. Um, I'm pretty sure what the song's about, but give us a little gist of like the inspiration be- behind the writing process. Yeah, um, so I'm pretty gay, and um, I think (laughs) I felt really, like, empowering, and I think a lot of times I have felt uh, that straight men have, like, kind of invalidated my sexuality throughout my life, and it's always just pissed me off so much, and I think this song was, like, a culmination of me being, like, fuck you to them, and also. I love it. I played it for all my straight guy friends, so I was like, isn't this song cool? <laughs> like, yeah, actually. They're all intimidated by her. <laughs> no, it's it's a really dope song. It's really cool. But the all your songs are dope. Sugarblind's super dope. Uh, Mercy's cool. Oh, yeah. I remember when you dropped that song, when you dropped the music video, we were like, oh, she has a new music video. Let's go home and watch it. And it was like a big deal for us, you know? You got the alert and everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so lame right now. Oh, I'm like, I can't believe it. it like blows my mind that anybody listens to my music or watches uh, anything I do. It's crazy. Well, should I read the numbers again? Oh my God. <laughs> hey, for the people in the back, read the numbers again. <laughs> One more time. 41. <laughs> 41.5 subscribers. 4 million views. Oh my God, that's crazy. I know. I'll never believe I'll never believe it I'll still be like what the fuck <laughs> every time something happens <laughs> you're really talented you have a great voice we've seen some of your your performance videos as well and I'm just like damn this girl can sing mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you're so cute you're still so like look at <laughs> I like myself ever I was talking to a friend the other day and he said, like, your hair looks nice or something like that. And I was just like, oh, thank you. I, like, don't know how to vibe. And just, like, here. Nice I thing. love it. Yeah, you're a huge uh, goofball. And you, yeah. we can see that on your Instagram, too. Like, you're, yeah. you're pretty funny. You're down to earth. I love it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I try to be as uh, authentic on there. Because I feel like I look kind of scary. And maybe, like, I'm tough. And I'm super not. I'm kind of. <laughs> I mean, I guess we do, too. But we super are. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. We're nice. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. No, but that's really cool. Don't ever change, dude. Like you're so, you, you are authentic. And it was crazy because we always get really nervous before interviews, any interview, and much less you and much less being on camera. This is our first time, like I said. I'm not fangirling at all right now. Not at all. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. No, but I told, I told Liz, I was like, dude, like if she's anything like she is on social media, like she's so chill. We're gonna vibe all the way. It's gonna be easy. Reviving, reviving. Also, vibes. I knew it would. 
Did you say Gemini's? Wait, what? Would you say Gemini's? Yeah, we're Gemini and Scorpio, and I feel like no matter what, we're gonna. Vote. You're right. <laughs> It'd mean, be funny if you like turn off the camera. Next thing you know, you have an English accent. You're like, that was a great performance. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick. I wish I could do. I wish I could like pull off an accent. I can't do it. Or shit, it's so bad. I get you. I'm the same way. I don't know how I did that right now. I know that was pretty good. Well, thank you. You're from uh, born in El Paso, right, Texas? Yeah, born and raised. Nice, nice. But now you're based in LA. Yeah, I've been here for five years. It's crazy. I definitely feel like LA is very home now. But so five years. Um, did you start your music out in Texas and then came out here for the music scene, or? Um, I was. I've been writing music since I was little, and I knew I wanted to go into it. Um, so I came out here and went to music school, and then I kind of fucked around for a second, and then I started the project like three years ago. Um, and it started out as a rock band, so the vibe has changed. But um, I met my producer playing some shows in LA, and we just started writing a bunch of music and wrote my whole EP within a couple of weeks. Um, and then COVID hit. And so we were just like, all right, let's do this and quarantine together and wrote a bunch of music. And so we've been like working together ever since and now working on the next project. I'm really okay, so the stars aligned and you guys had all this chemistry and man, mm -hmm. that's really cool. You guys wrote all that during COVID. I'm really happy to hear that because obviously COVID was a very um, sad time. Difficult. It was <laughs> I difficult. mean, we're still suffering through it, right? But mm -hmm. um. It makes me really happy to hear that a lot of people got a lot of positive positivity from that. Yeah, I feel super grateful that, you know, I was able to do anything positive in that time. It was a super scary moment. And I'm so glad I had uh, Rob, my producer. And, you know, it was nice to be able to still do what I love in the midst of it. So I'm super grateful. I definitely. Cool. Shout out to Rob. Right. Shout out to Rob. I mentioned him on everything. He's always like, why? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You can't forget your people, you know? Is that what you keep looking at on, on the side of the camera? Tell yeah. Me, hi. I know. <laughs> <laughs> One interview with him and he gets so, he hates being interviewed so much. It's amazing. You know, it's really cool when it's a podcast because we don't have to be on camera, but like, I mean, right now I'm like, okay. You yeah. Know, yoga. Yeah. This is crazy for us. Seriously, it's, it's so crazy. crazy. But we're good. We're not having an anxiety attack. See the at things all. we do for you, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, so you said you started out as a rock band. Were you guys called King Mala or was it a Yeah, we were. And I start I started it out. I was a little bit afraid to just be like the one person doing it, uh, or like the one face of it. Um, so it was kind of like an alternative rock band at first. Um and then like it's always been like my baby and I've always written the songs and it kind of just turned into a solo project after a while, um, which I think is definitely more my vibe. I think, you know, being able to put all of my creative energy into something and to kind of do whatever I want is really fun. Um, and all those songs I played like as a band were never recorded. They never like came out or anything. Like once I met Rob, we started from scratch. So it kind of, it was named Kimala, but it was an entirely different project, but. Rebirth Kimala. Yeah. It's amazing. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> so when you perform now, you, you perform with a full band, yes? Or? I do. I perform, my producer plays bass um, and synth for me, and then I have a drummer. So 
kind of but it's really fun I love it I was very talented I love the chemistry yes <laughs> who are some of your um inspirations when it comes to music and writing um I grew up listening to a lot of soul music and I think that's like the biggest influence for me because it's I think it's my melodies and my songwriting I think that's like one of the most clear influences that usually comes through uh, stuff like Ray Charles and Aretha Franklin and Sam Cooke um, I listened to a ton of that and then um, I got really into like alternative rock in high school like the Black Keys and Cage the Elephant nice. and the Giant stuff like that um, and then I mean I just love alternative pop people like Upsall I think are doing it yes um, awesome. yeah it's all over the place the influences come from everywhere but I think it all comes back to like that soul blues roots. Never forget your roots, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Funny, I always tell Liz like you and her, you and Upsal should do like a song together. Yeah. So you mention her right now. I would love that. I would love that. Let me text her real quick. I'll let her know. Taylor, <laughs> let's tell her at lunch tomorrow. <laughs> at brunch. At brunch. <laughs> <laughs> We're kidding. <laughs> Um, well, thank you for sharing some of your background and your inspirations with us. We had to get through that first. We want our listeners to, to know who you are. Um, if you don't know, now you know. They all know. They all know who this is. Are you kidding me? It's the king. <laughs> Not Elvis, King Mala. Right. <laughs> so we did send you the, <laughs> we did send you the two questions. Yes. Okay. So are you ready for question number one? I am. Okay, let's go. Ready? Yes. If you can bring any celebrity back from the dead for a whole day, who would it be? And what would you do with him or her? <laughs> um, I think probably the person I would bring back is Etta James, who is a big influence for me and one of my favorite singer-songwriters of all time. She had like a super crazy life and I think I would honestly, it sounds so boring. I would just go to coffee with her and like listen to every story I possibly could. Uh, she's amazing and like a total renegade of her time and of music and changed a lot, I think. That's, the That's, okay. That's, That's, That's our first time getting her. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, have you ever um, covered any of her songs? I have, I think when I, was in school I did um uh, I'd rather go blind for sure uh but I've been obsessed with that song and all I could do is cry is also fun but yeah I love I love her so much I could see the love in your eyes when you speak of her <laughs> yeah it's all like it's so like my, what I grew up listening to and like one of the first artists that I like felt really connected to and her voice is so crazy it's amazing that is so cool. I love that you're you're young, but you you have like an old soul, you know, like. Yeah, definitely. I think cool. I was little. It's been like kind of uh weird. My parents like my parents never listened to that music. Like my parents listen to like uh Tupac and Biggie, and my mom exclusively listens to like what's on the radio. But we're top one hundred. So when I started getting into that, they were like, "The fuck are you?" Are you? <laughs> yeah. So who got you into that? Um, I kind of just stumbled across it like I didn't really my parents didn't show me a ton of music like we didn't listen to a ton of music growing up like we listened to the radio and what was happening early 2000s pop 
which I think is probably a big influence on me as well, somewhere in my subconscious. But I used to listen to Pandora radio and I had a crush on this boy and he said that he liked Frank Sinatra. And I was like, oh, never heard of him. So I tried listening to Frank Sinatra radio. Don't like Frank Sinatra very much, but I started, but like it pulled up like The Temptations was the first artist that I was like, oh my God, what is this? And then I went super deep down the rabbit hole from there, but kind of an accident stumbling across it. That's dope. I, I don't know if it's it. an accident. It was meant to be. Yeah. It's happened. Thanks, Pandora. <laughs> Shout out <Wow>. to Pandora. <laughs> Pandora. Sponsor us. Exactly. Right. Um, yeah. Actually, I don't know. Talking about like being meant to be and all that stuff. And for some reason, I just thought about your shirts that you released recently. It's like the tarot card ones. Yeah. Well, dude, those are so dope. Thank you so much. I'm a huge fan of tarot cards and it's based off of my birth card, uh, the High Priestess, which I just like love that card and that design. And um, I started reading tarot a couple years ago. So appropriate. Um, That card is really powerful. Yeah, it is. I know. It's like divine femininity. It's very much about like the shadow realm, the subconscious self, intuition. It's so cool. It's my my That's not asked. You just gave me a good uh drawing idea mm. I'll, I'll send it to you when i'm done did, you saw the one i did of you though recently this week oh my god it's so amazing you're so talented it blows oh, my mind. thank me- you i was hoping you'd remember me i'm like oh. <laughs> but it was my idea the whole thing the whole concept it was all me i mean she just you know did a true artist <laughs> yes <Yeah>. no <laughs> no but um I just love your like I said I love your look I love your style and it's just I was like why haven't I drawn her yet and I thought this week would be appropriate you know and I'm glad you liked it it's so cool it blows my mind to see people draw my face it's so cool and I don't know I feel like you understand my vibe so well like when I see fan art like that I'm like god you get it you get it so sick (laughs) I get it it's dark but it's still beautiful you know I but I'm, I'm, I have an idea for a new one, so I got you. I'll send it to you on the <laughs> Definitely. All right. Well, thank you for sharing. Yes. Uh, let's move on to question number two, if you wouldn't mind. Yes. Um, so, yes, I do still have to read this. <laughs> uh, if you're on death row or on your deathbed, what would you choose as your last meal? Oh, man. It's really hard. It's a toss up between two. I don't know if that's cheating, picking two. Actually, wow. you're a Gemini. You can have two options. You're fine. Oh um so I'm obsessed with pasta I would do just like the most decadent um like truffle cheesy pasta thing and garlic bread and do the whole uh, thing but also I think I would want to do like a proper diner breakfast like eggs hash browns bacon toast coffee that's Uh like my go-to meal so it would be either one of those I think for me what would you have to drink with both meals Ooh, uh coffee both of them all I drink is water and coffee there's no in between I don't drink anything else it's very bizarre but and I drink mostly coffee I'm quite a dehydrated bitch to be honest I was gonna say honey go get something to drink (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh okay so how do you like your coffee uh, very sweet very creamy um generally pretty weak 
maybe I don't even like coffee. I just like milk and sugar. But Something like a little bit of coffee with your milk. Yes, exactly. That's how my mom makes it. So that's how I do it. Okay, okay. nice. Coffee with both meal. Coffee with pasta. Yes. I would no, leave her alone. You can have whatever you want, dear. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just thinking. Like, I wonder if that's good. Maybe I'd do like the pasta first, and then I'd like finish it off with the coffee. Feels right. a tough. Okay. You know the pasta will like tire you out. And you have the coffee to lift you back up, right? Exactly. Like wow. come on and and then I die. And then you die. Or maybe the opposite. Ooh. Coffee first, get all hyped, and then relax with the pasta so you can be nice and relaxed. Take a little nap. <laughs> little. <laughs> Forever nap is what we're talking about here. <laughs> <laughs> those were good <laughs> and we'll play some Etta James yes crank it let well, me go you're on death row I don't no. think you get that kind of privilege. well we will break in and we'll do it thank you I, appreciate I guess we could do that the audience so you can play it from your phone here it'll be great okay and then we're gonna go with you apparently <laughs> okay. I mean we're down I was dead <laughs> That was good. It was simple, but good, you know? I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. And I'm thinking about pasta. Yeah, and I'm thinking yeah. about coffee. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, both, honestly. I'm kind of hungry, damn. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right, shall we? Let's. Should we get into the spooky shit? Get into some spooky shit? I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we're excited. Yeah, whenever you're ready, wherever you want to start, we're ready. Yeah, um... I don't know. I've been super into like everything scary, the occult. Um, I've always really believed in it. Like, even though I don't know where I stand on like ghosts haunting things Mm -hmm. when it comes to that. Um, But I've just always been drawn to the creepier side of things. And so I think my whole life I've been like looking for it and wanting to encounter it. Um, and when I was 14, I moved into the house where my family lives now and a bunch of creepy shit started happening. And I was kind of stoked. My dad is terrified of ghosts. So he is always so mad at me for like bringing it up. Um, but we had stuff would happen, like doors would lock by themselves. Um, we would see like, I don't know, just little changes. Things would move weirdly, um, but never like a bad vibe, which I always appreciated um (laughs) like my bed frame started to shake it's always at 3 a.m and it would just hit the wall it was like knocking like just like in like little increments it was almost like morse cody it was so creepy and from then on it happened for like i want to say like a year or two just consistently every single night at 3 a.m on the dot the shaking would start and the little knocks would start yes I have something to say. Have you ever looked up the meaning of 3 a.m.? I know it's like the witching hour, but I I know nothing else. Check this out. Where is it? I did a little research. Hmm. Let me see. Well, first, while she's looking that up, did you happen to notice that your light was flickering in the back? No, it's like the lighting every time I'm here. (laughs) Perfect timing? No. Okay, this is a really old building. I'm surprised I haven't had any ghosty experiences in here, but. As, as the light turned down right now. Oh. Ooh. Okay. So. Oh my God, look behind you. <laughs> 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 um, 
Her imagine if her hair stood up like that. That'd be crazy. Didn't that happen in a movie? Yeah, I forgot what movie it was. It's like they pulled okay, off topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So check this out. So Matthew gave us a little gist of your stories, just a gist, not details. And he's he mentioned the 3 a.m. So I looked it up. Check this out. In the Western Christian tradition, the hour between 3 and 4 a.m. was considered a peak, a period of peak supernatural activity. This time is also referred to as the devil's hour. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I do know also, like, I've looked into kind of like Wicca and witchcraft and stuff like that. Um, and it's a very powerful, like, manifestation time, like the kind of veil between this reality and the other is made thin. Um, yeah. Creepy. Always 3 a.m. Always. That's uh, crazy. I just thought of this question right now. Did Okay, so you said you were a teenager around that time, right? Yeah. Did you play with the Ouija board? No, because my mom had a super scary experience with a Ouija board when she was young, and so she absolutely refused to let us fuck with it. Um, You're a Gemini. Yeah, I'm a Gemini. I know, I, I, I kind of, I'm scared of portals, Loki. I, like, don't, I'm into it, but I'm also really scared of, like, uh messing with the wrong thing but um when my mom was little she was at school and they had a Ouija board and when she put her hands on it it spelled out I love you I miss you my baby which is what her dad used to say to her and he had passed away at that point and she got super freaked out and like had to be taken home from school um and my grandmother was like that was not your dad that's absolute that shit is like super dark I don't know who it was but it wasn't that and we need to cleanse you. It was like really crazy. So we don't know if it was good or bad, but ever since then, she's like, no fucking with it. <laughs> It'll just fuck back. So <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So you've never even tried it. No, I'm scared. <laughs> you want to come over and we can try it tonight? Yeah, do you have one? No, but we can get one if you want. <laughs> See, my crazy ass in, in high school, uh, we got one at Toys R Us because they sell those mm-hmm. there. That's I- a cardboard kit. You didn't know that? Oh, wait, Toys R Us doesn't even exist anymore. Oh, not anymore. RIP. I'm like, I'm just going to pour one for the homie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your coffee? I have water. Okay, that's Atta good. Girl. There you go. I have, oh, this is water I drank all day. Maybe I'll take a sip. You better no. chug it. I'm worried about you now. I'm just going to have somebody deliver water to you all day. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's I'll forget to drink it, but the thought is nice. <laughs> the thought is nice. Out in the water. <laughs> Anyways, continue your Ouija board. So um, we got a Ouija board in high school, and I was a band geek, so I was in drumline. And um, we tried playing in the band room at night. Uh, it never worked. Um, nothing ever happened. We even tried playing it at another friend's house. Nothing ever happened. We're just like, oh, whatever. Maybe because it's cardboard. Mm-hmm. it just never worked and I'm kind of glad it didn't yeah it's probably for the best yeah probably. I mean I don't have any stories aside from that but yeah yeah, right. yeah. I don't know I even even some of the stuff like every time I've messed with like kind of witchcrafty stuff anytime I can like feel a shift it scares me like I just I don't know I'm scared to mess with it but also I'm so fascinated so I always end up doing it anyways Wait, when you say a shift, what do you mean by that? Um, I don't know. It just feels like like the energy changes and it feels like something kind of clicks once in a while. Got it. Um, 
some weird shit will happen. Like my lights, my lights aren't actually flickering right now, but there was this one time where I, um, I was doing like this kind of manifestation ritual thing. I read it in a book that I had gotten on witchcraft. Um, and right as I finished it, all the lights in my room turned off. Uh, and then I never did it again because I was so terrified, but then they turned back on almost immediately after that, but it was very scary. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I just found this out I just learned this that when you get the chills what do you I automatically think like oh fuck I'm scared I have the chills but we recently did um an episode with a psychic medium at a haunted hotel in LA the Biltmore have you been there no oh my god actually, she's actually the our friend that introduces to your music oh yeah what yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. she's like guys check this out Yes. And, um, but long story short, we real were, quick. I also oh. want to mention that she's our sponsor for season four. Oh yes. Of Scary Encounters, Sayasha, Gianna. Yes. One of I'm going to plug her in real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but she invited us with her to the Biltmore because I'll make it very short. She was called there by the spirits who needed help crossing over and thought, oh, this would be a good episode. Do you guys want to come on nonchalant? We're like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So we went um, and we're sitting there doing the episode and I just felt a vibe and I looked over at this beautiful velvet red chair and I just got the chills completely and I freaked out because society tells us when we have the chills, we get scared, you know? And so she explained to me, no, don't be scared. Some There's a spirit sitting in that chair who wants to connect with you. She wants to communicate with you, like let, like, let go and communicate. And I never knew that. I never knew that like in the spiritual world, when you get the chills like that, it's somebody wanting to communicate with you. Like when you feel a, a vibe. Well, it's like the energy shift in the room. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. All the time, like I'll, like there'll be little, like little synchronicities in life. And whenever that happens, when I feel like that click, I always like get the chills. It's almost like, like a, like a warmth that like, flows over you and you're like very cool <laughs> yeah. right I guess it depends I guess um, so I guess so I don't know what we were talking about but I, it made me think of that mm-hmm. no yeah Ouija board and like feeling things and um well real quick uh in that same episode then the very next day we heard footsteps across our attic Oh, and then we were talking to something where it's like crunching the bottle yeah that I'll send yeah. you we'll send it to Matthew he'll send it to you but it's a really good episode and we had some crazy activity yeah oh my god that's amazing yes please send it so it was not cool. it was nuts it was nuts but anyways continue so sorry yeah. to interrupt you <laughs> not at all not at all but uh no I've never messed with the Ouija board but I kind of I never got like a bad vibe from the weird knocking in the 3 a.m stuff I was always just like bro I'm trying to sleep um and so I started sleeping with headphones uh and I kept telling my parents like hey there's some weird shit in my room like do you want to address it should I just keep going like I'm so confused um and my dad's terrified of ghosts so he absolutely refused to acknowledge that it was real Mm -hmm. and my mom was just thought I was being dramatic which I am dramatic but I wasn't being dramatic that time um and then one night I was talking with them they were scolding me about smoking weed because of course when I was 16 um and they were scolding me for hours and hours and it was like so heated and intense because I was angsty um and then it hit 3 a.m and the knocking started and like we all went dead silent it was so 
freaky like to watch someone else experience it because no one else had been there when it had happened and we all just like stared at my bed as it started doing the thing and I was like I fucking told you guys um and they both freaked out and my mom brought a priest to the house the next day to bless the room uh and then it completely stopped and nothing weird ever happened in that room again but the rest of the house is still really weird um that room just there was no activity there ever again and my little brother now lives in that room and he says that's the one room where like nothing really tends to happen um but the rest of the house is still really creepy and every time I go I have a weird experience um and it's not even like a bad energy but my youngest brother's room I used to sleep in there when I would visit and every morning at three I'd wake up with like the most intense fear feeling like so freaked out um and just feeling like there was stuff in the room with me. I don't know if maybe I'm just being a baby, but it doesn't happen to me anywhere else but that room in that house. Um, and now I sleep in my sister's room where I have absolutely insane nightmares and crazy like premonition-y dreams about stuff. So the vibes are crazy in that house in general. Different maids, so you get to pick your paranormal experience depending on where we stand. Do I want to be terrified or do I want to have like super crazy dreams? Well, I want to see babe. I picked that room. It's, <laughs> it's, like it's like the labyrinth. Yeah. It's very interesting. I love, I don't know. My whole family is very like, there's always been like, uh, like, I don't know, weird paranormal occurrences with all of us. Um, or like occult stuff, I guess. Um, but like my little sister is super into witchcraft and always has been ever since she was little, like before any of us were into it or knew anything about it, she was doing like seances to bring back her dead fish and shit, like way before we had shown her anything about it. Um, yes, literally, literally. And she's also very calm and like stoic. Um, but always she's just been like super attuned, super intuitive and really into like the occult and when my mom was pregnant with her my mom had like straight up psychic dreams like she woke up one morning and turned to my dad and was like you have eight cavities we need to take you to the dentist and he went to the dentist and had exactly eight cavities um she'd wake up dreaming that like one of us had a fever and one of us would totally have a fever and it was only when she was pregnant with my sister and when she had my sister all the dreams stopped so we think it's her she's like low-key psychic it's so. totally her that's awesome yeah. are you guys adopting <laughs> can we be your sister i want to be that cool she's so much cooler than the rest of us it's crazy oh, she's 12 now um yeah i taught her like she's super into tarot now too and she's just like super into it and the day she was born is like some is like a gathering of witches in germany it's like a witch like a witching uh solstice day yeah all villages go on lockdown because the witches go to like the top of the mountain and they are very powerful that day. It's a bunch of crazy shit. She's like, she's the cool one. Okay. I know. I'm mind blown right now. I know, that's very fucking cool. Yeah. We she's gotta do a part two with her and you. That'd be dope. Oh, honestly, she probably has better stories. But I, I tell everyone, I'm like, dude, she's a witch. It's crazy. <laughs> I would love to hear it from her perspective. Jeez, 12 years old already, like, powerful Ooh. as fuck yeah it's it's crazy i wonder what say i know i'm sure she has a lot to say by now we'll yeah. let you know what our psychic friend says about your sister oh and my about God. 
and about the 3 a.m. And she can tap into any of that. So we'll let you know what she says. Well, I actually have a quick question about the 3 a.m. part. Mm -hmm. You said that you didn't feel a negative vibe. Like it was kind of, um, or did, whatever, did right? she? No, I think you were, you didn't feel harmful, right? Like it was just. Not in, not in my room. In my brother's room, it was freaky. I like felt like gen like genuine fear which is so rare from because i'm usually just like anxious or like creeped yeah. out but it was like such real terror mm -hmm. um in my room it never felt malicious it always felt just like like something was just trying to like communicate people. or just annoy me i don't like it was just like i was like dude like it felt like the veil was thin so they could do shit at that hour um but in my brother's room i feel like there's something in there and when the veil is then I can really feel it so did you ever look up the, the history of your of your house or your, your I don't think we ever did because my parents were terrified to know um but I really want to now I don't know if anything has that's happened. a good question I mean you never know it's all about the land right it is we always say that like it doesn't matter what's built on top of the land it's all about the land underneath it could be centuries yeah honestly and it is like kind of in the middle of like the farmish land like a little mm -hmm. bit of a desolate place uh and the house was built in the 70s so okay uh, you never know it's crazy <laughs> I also was thinking okay so it happened and you and your parents saw it your parents finally saw it when they were yelling at you about the weed yes <laughs> and then they wanted a hit right because the weed was loud yeah. <laughs> yeah they were told they were me too and I was like hello <laughs> they were trying to confiscate it because they're running low right I see you <laughs> they listen to Tupac <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying they're like 90s kids I'm <laughs> no but and then they called the priest the next day the priest blessed the room and then it stopped so it had to be a dark entity right I guess I don't know if maybe whether it was dark or not, the religious vibe kind of like shooted away. Um, I to, uh, my friend's sister is really into like spiritual world and the occult and stuff. And she always said like, don't, don't sage your house. Don't do things if there's not a bad vibe because you're getting rid of the good vibes too. Like, so I think no matter what, it kind of just gets rid of whatever's in there. Um, or maybe it was bad and I was just super not feeling it. I don't know. It's a, it's a mix. Yeah. Now you, Interesting. you mentioned your little, your brother's room. Mm, it's scary. I, no one sleeps in that room. Like my siblings, both of them sleep in my sister's room. Um, it just, it's like a weird vibe in there. I don't know. All of us feel it and kind of just stay away, but okay. my parents live podcast episode in that room no, i'm just kidding <laughs> it's a it's a crazy vibe in there it's also really dark and small it's like it's it's weird <laughs> there has to be something so you feel safe at your place now yes yeah yeah i feel super safe here i i haven't had any experiences surprisingly i've lived alone for like six months and i thought something would have happened by now but <laughs> never never anything i've never had like nightmares here I've never woken up at weird hours ever only when I'm home it's so weird ah okay speaking of nightmares you say you have nightmares at your parents house yeah 
it's it sounds so childish like i have nightmares like super super intense dreams and they always i'm really into like dream interpretation but they always have like really intense meanings like i'll dream that my entire city is on fire and i have and like i have to choose the things that matter to me to save like it's just insane uh insane stuff and they're always really really vivid really intense um generally i'm in danger or something uh but then i wake up in it and it feels super insane super intense and it's only there i'd never dream like that i never have that intense of i don't know has anybody else had dreams like that aside from you in that area Um, my dad does and my mom has only when she's pregnant for some reason she (laughs) has crazy dreams when she's pregnant with and with, with any of my siblings all my siblings are way younger than me so I like went through all of it with them um but yeah my dad has super crazy dreams too and I think he's low-key a little bit um like sensitive to the spiritual world uh because his mom super is and uh and he's always had super he's had so many crazy experiences throughout his life and he kind of just refuses like he explained it to me and my friend the other day he was like it's like it's like it's here and I'm just not looking at it and I refuse to look at it but I can feel it all the time I just refuse to acknowledge that I can like feel that stuff because he's terrified of it it's crazy I'm like you told me powers. yeah wow <laughs> it crazy. sounds like your whole family is gifted yeah it's weird I don't know why on both sides of my family there's just a lot of I don't know if it's like I feel like Hispanic culture, we, we've had a lot of like brujeria like throughout on both sides. And um, I don't know if, if that has anything to do with it, but all the women in my family have super crazy experiences and are super intuitive and like have crazy premonitions and stuff. It's wild. You know, I love that you bring that up because uh, I just want to shine a little light on an old episode that we had on season one with Mark. Oh yeah, Mari, episode nine. Oh my god. With, with Mari, she's our best friend, mm-hmm. and um, her story was crazy. She talked about how the magic in Mexico is stronger or darker, which it is. Yeah, the obviously. witchcraft, yeah. And during that episode, it was it's probably one of my favorites because it creeped us out. We, she, as soon as she said that, there was a jacket right behind Cat, and it flew at her during the interview. God. Yeah that's terrifying it, it was crazy it literally slapped me in the back it was a leather jacket and in we usually do our episodes in complete darkness but mm. we have like the light of our of our uh, equipment down here so it's a little bit lit you know and oh my god dude it slapped me in the back so hard that I jumped up and my you could hear my mic move in the episode and I like I started crying because I I just got overwhelmed with emotion. That's also an empath. Yeah. It's you know, so she, she feels a lot. It's a blessing in disguise being an empath, you know, but, but um, we had to stop the episode. We had to Whoa. stop. It was a crazy episode. It was really good. It was funny. It was scary. Yeah. But it turns out <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah, we had Sayasha over after speaking of Sayasha again, but we had her over and she confirmed that there was a dark entity attached to me and then attached to in the in the garage but we had a, she, she cleared it out so we're good we're good but that was a crazy episode season one episode nine yep with mari yes because you brought up the witchcraft <laughs> in mexico i think yeah it's crazy i think i don't know i feel like when you like talk about this kind of stuff or like 
are into it it's I think a lot of people I know that are into it have experiences like that because you kind of open the door mm-hmm. it's like you're looking at the thing that's right there um but yeah it's insane and totally I think the magic in Mexico is like really really intense very ancient my city is on the border of Mexico my whole family's from there and so I think there's definitely a wow. lot of like crazy who did, who did you mention in your family that has premonitions? Um, my mom used to, and then my grandmother on my dad's side had wow. like, intense dreams that ended up like becoming reality or were, she was dreaming something was happening as it was happening. It's weird. It's super crazy. Gifted. That's really yeah. gifted, but a lot of people don't want that gift. I have someone in my family who who had that gift of premonitions and she hated it. And she prayed every day, every night that please take this away from me. I don't want to know when someone's going to die. Yeah. That's what she would dream of. Yeah. It's terrifying. I feel like everyone I know, even her, like she is very Catholic and like, doesn't really mess with it, but it's a very intense thing to experience. And I am also terrified of it. I don't know. As much as it's fascinating, I don't think I'd want to be like a psychic or a medium or have premonitions. It's just such a like uh, vast realm that we don't understand. It'd be a little bit scary to be able to like see it. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I hate to nerd out a little bit and quote Spider-Man, but quote, with great power comes great responsibility. Very true, very true. That's really deep you for know, being Spider-Man. In the Spider-Verse or not. Yeah. yeah it still applies the next Thank question you. for you was do you have any psychic abilities but you obviously you don't and you don't want them <laughs> I don't think I do I yeah I don't think I want them I wanted to be a medium so bad growing up like that was like what I wanted more than anything but very glad I don't I think I have like strong intuition like generally I have pretty spot-on gut feelings about things and it always ends up going the way I think it's going to um and I think I get that from like the women in my family. The intuition's pretty, pretty strong, but I don't think I'm psychic and I don't think I'm a medium, which I'm happy for. Because yeah. I mean, I hope you better knock on wood, girl, because no, right as I'm saying it, like, in some... I'm no, I'm not... her third eye just blows up. She's just yeah. her bank split by themselves. It'd be great. <laughs> right that'd be good content you're doing great sweetie <laughs> yeah for the episode <laughs> right dude this has been so much fun yes it has my gosh you got very personal and really opened up about your family and stuff we appreciate that yeah also because I mean like how we were talking about earlier not a lot of people feel comfortable talking about this uh mm-hmm. topic and it really helps hearing people that they can relate to or people they look up to they're you know that also have the same experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not alone. They're hearing it from some of their favorite artists. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I love talking about it. Thank you so much for having me. I am such a nerd about all of this, and I think it's really fun to talk to people that are like into it too. Because some people are super skeptical, and then it's just not fun. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's been cool. We've had skeptics on here before. And it's actually fun too, but I mean, it's always cool to vibe with people who have the same perspectives and yeah. just questions, you know? So it's, so we thank you for making time for us today. Thank you for 
for having me. Yes, we know you're super busy. So this means a lot to us and um, we support you and we wish you success in anything you do. And we will be doing some manifestation spells for you. Oh, thank you. You guys are so sweet. <laughs> so awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to my music. I love you. You're awesome. <laughs> we love you too, Daddy. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, and if you get woken up tonight at 3 a.m. Hey, we know why. No, you know who to call. Oh, oh, yes. I will let you guys know immediately. If you get a DM from me at 3 a.m., don't blame me. I mean, I kind of hope we do now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Okay. It'd be kind of cool. No. Last night in this apartment, so anything's going to happen. Oh, shit. You just spoke to them, dude. <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> um, just kidding. <laughs> no. But thank you, dude. Thank you so much. Thank you for making time. We hope to see you soon. We hope to work with you again sometime. And um, take care. Be safe. Drink some water, please. Lots of it. Drink some water. I'll do it for you. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good night. You too. <laughs> Try again. This episode of Scary Encounters is brought to you by Anchor. Podcasting made easy. Anchor.fm. Mortis Vivinti, the last authentic music brand dedicated to helping musicians and promoting music. MortisVivinti.com. H.J. Tidy, Night Terror Publishing. Step into the bizarre world of H.J. Tidy, who is committed to introducing his readers to some of the most unusual, darker variety of true stories. NightTerrorPub.com Sayasha Gianna, cosmic shaman, psychic medium, multidimensional healer, animal whisperer, teacher of empaths, healers, and starseeds. Are your encounters hitting too close to home? Contact Sayasha Gianna. Patreon.com slash Sayasha. Voided. Spooky artist who offers hand-painted, one-of-a-kind items, spooky pins, prints, stickers, and more. Lost in a void of what is dead. Voided.com.